0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and shooters of all calibers and ages and sizes and preferences. No one is judged here because we treat equally everybody as inadequate. So, on that note, tonight we're going to give you your first dose of the daily second. We're going to talk about guns. We're going to talk about rights and freedoms, and it's going to come from a various of sources. Those sources being myself and my co-partner, because we choose to be partners. Introduce yourself, Mike sexy little co-partner
1: my name is Yehuda I'm the better looking of the two and I also am the pew pew Jew
0: oh and we don't mind giving personal plugs around here because that's what it's all about is self-promotion and individuality in this world of snowflakes and loud noises because you know what at the center of every snowflake is a grain of dust that probably came from outer space but that's for another show so This show originated between the two of us because we want to get the message out about guns and how they are not evil, but actually fun to have and own. Now, my friends, why did we come up with this show we've talked about? Why not do a virtual reality episode because we don't have the technology? So on that note, what is something that you noticed this week in the news that kind of made you go... Why the heck not?
2: Um, I will be very honest with you, my friend. Uh, I don't watch the news. Uh, I don't uh, pay a whole lot of attention to anything on Facebook. Uh, I get my information from other sources. And um, I guess this week, to put me on the spot, I really haven't been paying attention. Uh, So I don't have an answer to that question, to be perfectly honest. Um, And I feel terrible. Uh, But uh, it's been a hell of a week for me. (laughs) Well,
0: as you should feel terrible because... Feeling terrible makes us go out there and learn better things. for. The hey, industry. maybe I
2: will. Maybe I will.
0: Yeah. Now, one thing, because I don't actually rely on normal news sources myself, like the book face, and, and I get most of my stuff from either Grindr or, uh, or, or Twitter or that uh, Slapchat because that's, that's true news, right? So one thing I noticed is that there's these flamethrowers flying around out there. Ah, yes. Now, why not use them for mosquitoes? Instead of having those bug zappers having a flamethrower by your door instead. So it just releases a random, like a, like a, a scent bomb from Glade where, you know, every 15 minutes it goes push and you get this big face full of, of vanilla stripper dust. And what if we did the same thing with the flamethrower by your door? One, the the Jehovah witnesses will be less coming around randomly. And two, you don't have that big electric bill.
2: Yeah, no, I think, I think that's number one. I think that's a great idea. Number two, you can invite me over to any bonfire you have any time and I will be the dedicated flamethrower guy. Well, so Nate, you're talking more about like that dude from the new Mad
1: Max movie with the guitar.
2: Yes, oh, right, that would be 100%, cool yeah. 100%, even better, even better. I think Yehuda, see what Yehuda does best is he takes an idea <laughs> or he takes a statement and he, he improves upon it. He's not the greatest at generating his own stuff. But he takes something, and he makes it better. And that's an, important, that's an important skill to have. That's an important guy to have in the crew. So he's like the Willy Wonka,
0: and we're just the Umpa-Lupas that you know produce yeah, that, yeah, that rough much. chocolate bar, and then he yeah. takes it. He and molds he it, of, he makes yeah. it better. Yeah, and he markets, you know, gets people's attention to it. That's good to know. I like it depends,
1: that. Depends, depends which Willy Wonka you're comparing me to. Are we talking about the Gene Wilder, or are we talking about the Johnny Depp? Gene I think, Wilder. Yeah,
2: I think, oh, I think there's there. only one...
1: Okay, good. I, look, look, we, ha- we had to clarify. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you're comparing me to the Johnny Depp, Willy Wonka, I mean.
2: Well, you have a lot our, less makeup our, on. Right our, now.
1: our first, uh, what is it? I don't even see a timer on this. You know, our first, what, th- 20 minutes of this uh, podcast? That's 17. Sh- shortest shortest
0: podcast in <laughs> podcast history.
2: Yehuda says, oh, fuck it, I quit. I'm out.
0: 32nd <laughs> episode. Oh, Johnny Depp, screw that guy. It's all Gene Wilder <laughs> and nothing, suckers.
1: Yep. I mean, you can't look. You can't. Gene Wilder. I mean.
2: Now I wonder, did Gene Wilder own guns? I don't know. Never seen any information on it, but. Uh, don't can- know, but I'll tell you
1: something. You can't make you can't make blazing saddles today.
2: Uh, oh yeah. So <laughs> oh.
0: <And laughs> no, you right there, That proves because he was a gunslinger back then. Yeah. You know and a very talented one too you see how fast he was with his hands that's i'm just saying he was he was he's a badass like i know we've gone down this rabbit hole going from uh, willy wonka to blazing saddles which is an amazing feat of of movie making back in its day and but when we talk about the skill that these guys had to have like when you watch the three amigos and what is it, Martin Short had to, yeah, right, had to do the gunslinging thing. And they're like, oh, well, that was all movie magic. And then they give him a real gun and he shoots the German guy. You know, that, that was pretty cool. But anyways, going back to Gene Wilder, this, when you really take a look at some of the most talented leading men in, in Hollywood's history, be it comedians and dramatic and stuff, Gene Wilder from Willy Wonka to Blazing Saddles,
2: what a true badass. I will say playing devil's advocate here that uh, just because they shoot guns on screen does not mean that they are gun people mm, i think i think I think we should research this a bit more uh let's uh, let's look at Liam Neeson
1: yeah. Matt Damon <laughs>
0: yeah yeah yeah, but Matt Damon's a true astronaut though, right? He's been to space four times. Yeah, he sciences the
2: shit out of everything.
1: <laughs> I think I think I saw an article one time. They estimated how much in real life it would have cost to save Matt Damon as many times as he needed to be saved in space. It came out. To, it came out to something like a bill, like billions of dollars.
0: I'm not surprised. So basically, more than any of his movies combined have made.
2: Yes.
1: I I don't know. He's uh. I mean, the Bourne series alone. Yeah, man. yeah.
2: Okay, sorry, I, I stand corrected. Oh, my corrected. God, that's Jason Bourne.
0: Yeah, I, I, I stand corrected. I mean his counterpart, Ben Affleck.
2: <laughs> ben Ben Huflack? Yeah, right? This episode of
0: The Daily Second is sponsored by Black Tie Guns. The Second Amendment is a God-given right, while a firearm is the cornerstone of our history as a nation and people. If you demand the best and are in the market for a firearm of the highest quality, the experts at Black Tie Guns are here to make your vision a reality. Everything from the classic, the tactical, the life-saving, to something that captures the excitement and aesthetic of the high-roller lifestyle, Black Tie Guns will work together with you to craft a -a one-of-a-kind firearm to suit your individual need. Black tie guns. So now that we've we've kind of gone down that rabbit hole, we've talked about how just because somebody portrays themselves on screen as a gun person doesn't mean necessarily they didn't know what the heck they're talking about, which brings us to other media forms. Mm. And when we go on the um the Tinstagram there <laughs> I I see this happen in the uh, the fitness world a lot where people are like oh yeah look at how much I'm benching and then you have the people like break it all down and say no this is how many plates they are and they're fake plates and stuff. Has anybody and I, again I'm I'm sure that somebody's done it but there's got to be trolls out there that break down like all these high speed instructor shooter things and and debunk it, eh? Like those mythbusters but are they like Instagram busters?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, as as a fellow YouTuber, uh, I can say that uh, with with quite a, a significant amount of experience, that uh, no matter what you do, <clears throat> excuse me, no matter what you do, everyone's going to hate on it. Regardless, they're going to find flaws and whatever the heck, heck that you do. Um, the the kind of the different approach that we take to it is we just don't give a damn. <laughs> so, like we we kind of intentionally build into a lot of our scripts and a lot of our shoots uh, things that we're, we're sitting there. That we're like, okay. Well, if we're talking about strictly from an engagement perspective, if we say this, then that means the internet haters out there are going to respond to that. And that's good. So we're going to say that, or we're going to do this, or we're going to reload this way. And I mean, come on, sometimes you got to troll the trolls. Yeah,
0: exactly. And it's got to be a two-way street because you can't just let these trolls go unchecked, right? Right. So, and this is not an open discussion with trolls because, you know, we're just going to end up trolling each other until somebody shuts off the comments and goes home crying, but nothing wrong with that. No. And it's, it it gets to a point, it's all fun and games until somebody loses an eye and then it's a sport Mm -hmm. and you know, proof, proof being when you lose an eye. (laughs) So um, now that we've kind of
2: warmed you up as our guest, tell us a little bit about yourself. Ah, yes. So I am Tyler, Uh, I am the quote-unquote figurehead of Tundra Tactical. I am very blessed to have an entire team of people uh, at my back uh, supporting the Tundra Tactical brand, uh, which is why I refer to myself as the figurehead. I did create it, I I, I was the progenitor, if you will. Um, uh, We started about, I guess, yeah, probably about three years ago now uh, on YouTube under a different name, which I'm embarrassed to say, uh, and will not say uh, live on the air here, or recorded on the air here. Um, but uh, it 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 evolved into the Tundra brand uh, about a year post our start. So I guess the Tundra brand itself has been going strong for about two years. Okay. Uh, our our primary thing is we are, I like to say, we're the professional idiots of uh, the gun world. Uh, if you don't know who we are, I would encourage you guys to check us out uh, if you're watching this video. And uh, you can find us at youtube.com backslash Tundra Tactical um you will uh hopefully not have your faith in humanity destroyed by watching our videos but if you do i apologize uh, it's mostly my writer's fault i just deliver the lines um yeah we we do we do uh gun comedy uh we we make fun of the industry we make fun of uh everybody from manufacturers to the the shooters to the the general archetypes of different types of people inside of the industry uh if you're not being made fun of by us then uh, you are uh you are you are an elitist sir Uh, or ma'am because let's be honest we all kind of fall into a big group uh, or a type an archetype like I said earlier and uh, and we try to just roast the shit out of everybody that we can find and we love every second of it. Nice so your arcs are very wide now when you when you refer to your team
0: is that you and like two other people or is this like a whole conglomerate
2: of so I've got, I've got. This is, that's a really good question, honestly. I've got kind of two different, uh, two different versions uh, of an answer for that. I've got my act, my active team, uh, where it's myself. Uh, I have a writer, uh, Mr. Eric Jezersky. Uh I will put him up against any professional writer in the industry, and I will say that he will beat the shit out of anybody else in this industry in terms of uh, comedic and uh, and and talent-driven writing. Uh, I do, I do genuinely. I second that yep I do genuinely believe that i 'm blessed with the best writer in the industry, uh, maybe outside of Yehuda himself uh, but, uh, but in terms of comedy and in terms of just wit uh, dry sarcastic humor, if that 's your thing, uh, then you 're going to love us because i like I said, I just deliver the lines i 'm the face on the camera uh, I, I maybe add in a joke or two, but uh, in in reality the the real genuine comedy gold comes from uh, comes from my writer Eric. Uh, and then I'm also blessed with one of the best camera guys in the industry uh, for our studio stuff. Obviously, you know, I, I have a camera set up in the studio, the studios behind me here, as you can see over my shoulder. Um, but uh, when we go live on location or we do a big shoot, IE maybe a shot show or, uh, or something like that, uh, Mr. Bryce Newtson, uh give him a little bit of a shout out. I do believe he is one of the best, if not the best camera guys in the industry for run and gun type of type of camera shooting documentary style filmmaking and that type of stuff in terms of balancing the artistic value of getting a good shot versus doing it quickly and efficiently uh, which that is <clears throat> at least in our industry that is a, a relatively difficult thing to find in a camera guy because you got a lot of shooters out there uh, and you got a lot of guys that run camera uh, but they they kind of focus on one thing or the other they're either a shooter or a camera guy and they're not really both and and we're blessed to have Bryce uh, as a, as a very very talented shooter uh, and a very good camera guy, uh, so that's kind of my active team. I also on uh, to a lesser extent, I do have a photographer that follows us onto shoots, uh, and if I'm really really lucky, I'll get a grip or a sound guy. Uh, kind of the uh, I, I call him my bitch. Uh, He does he does all the stuff that I don't want to do and the other guys don't want to do. So he's setting up lights, setting up sound, setting up uh, the the mobile sound recording, uh, all that stuff. So when we go on location, one of the things that we we do that kind of separates us uh, from a few of the other channels uh, at our size because we're sitting around the thirty thousand mark. um, We're not big. We're not small. uh, Is is we pretend like we're a much bigger channel than we are. So uh, I, I had a very very good job a few years ago. Um, that I decided to give up, and I took all the money that I made at that job and invested everything that I had into camera and sound equipment. My background is audio engineering that 's what I went to school for okay and um, sorry one sec and uh, and yeah, so you know we decided the, the the original idea of tundra if if I were to go chronologically was to provide to provide a not a viewpoint but to provide a piece of media content or a, a style of media content that wasn't really being created at the time. You know, three years ago, um, I would make the joke all the time that you saw kind of three major types of YouTube videos. You saw the the talking head, the talking hand type of video. Yeah. You know, where you see the the top down or the the face on a guy sitting at his desk talking about guns, maybe showing it here and there. Or you'd see the top down stuff where they're manipulating racking slides and and breaking down guns and all that stuff. Um, then you saw the guy that just gave way too much information. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a cough. <clears throat> Fancy <clears throat> man, I got a cough here. It's, uh, it's 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 taking me back. I apologize. No, worries, uh, but you got no the guy who, who gave way too much information on a 47 minute video, and you just you lost the interest. And then you had the other guy that would just prop his iPhone up on the shooting stall next to him and just you know plank for 27 minutes, and, and you wouldn't really gain any useful information out of it. So I decided, well, I've got these guys you know, that, that are interested in working with me. You know, they're all friends of mine. They're all local here in Minnesota and uh, they're pretty talented dudes. None of them have experience in in the, in the, the filmmaking world, but I feel like I'm relatively knowledgeable enough to maybe train them up and, and get them to a point where we're serviceable. So let's give it a shot. And so the original idea was we wanted to provide not necessarily comedic content, but we wanted to provide cinematic oh, content. Okay. Uh, so something that was just really, really pleasurable to watch. Think of think of a a very early to mid before NRA Coley on the war. Okay. So can you know very subtle slight camera movements, focus racking, focus pulling, good sound, you know, just quality stuff from a very small channel. Something that you wouldn't necessarily expect. You know, you'd expect somebody to be filming it on their iPhone or or their, their Android phone or something like that. Uh, and we wanted to kind of break that that paradigm and just have people you know my ultimate goal originally was just to have people say man you guys deserve way more subscribers than you have because that feeds my ego and that's what I love um we realized very quickly on that that wasn't going to work (laughs) no um because right about the time that we started doing it quite a few other people started doing it so it was just like somebody had this collective or this collective uh a uh, brainwave that just shot out to, to people in the new to medium sized gun tuber world. And, uh, and, and we just got caught up in it. So we decided um, to, to try something different. We, we went through a couple of iterations of, of different styles of videos. And then we came to this video that we did uh, in our friend Alex's uh, uh, townhouse uh, where we just, we ad-libbed the whole thing. We weren't planning on shooting a video that day, but we were just like, fuck it. We're all here. Let's do this. Um, and and I ad-libbed an entire video called the CZ Scorpion uh, Evo, The Least Helpful Review Ever. <laughs> nice. And uh, I ad-libbed the whole thing. We took it in one take and then uh, chopped other takes on top of it uh, with my guys just kind of giving me tips and tricks and, and bits of advice. You know, I'm sitting there in a battle shirt and, you know, uh, uh, talking like I'm the monster truck guy voice and and we, we realized how much fun we had making that video. And that was the determining factor. That was the thing that kind of drove us to, to the idea uh, or to the, to the realization of, man, we are way better at being stupid than we are at being serious. And that right there is the key. As long as you're having yes. fun with
0: your friends, the, that energy, because uh, I, I was on YouTube one time, uh, this one time with this, never mind, so <laughs> the, the uh, intent was to be just hanging out with my friends, having fun, doing stuff, yeah. and then having those like minded people start to gravitate to it. So when we touch back to the team that you 've built, and when you said making them serviceable, I had to laugh because uh, that 's pretty much what it is is you 're bringing up to this level of functionality that you kind of have a vision in your head. Have yes. you had a hard time um, and this would be my last question before I turn it over to my sure. my counterpart for his questions. Is have you ever run into that problem where you've got this vision in your head, like okay, this is what I want us all to be doing, but mm-hmm. you've just gotten too deep into it that all you can do is just giggle and laugh, looking at each other?
2: You know, honestly, no. Um, the 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 great thing about my crew, and before maybe I answer that question, I did say I had kind of two crews, and I got to give my other other side yes, sir. Uh, the, the shout out here real quick. Um, So one of the things that I'm I'm becoming, I guess, I I, I didn't really consider myself this, but I'm becoming a little bit more well-known for is the incorporation of the wider audience uh, that I consider my crew with my Discord server. Um, I have about 60 to 70 guys on my Discord server that I consider my core dudes uh, that take all the content that we produce, they share it, they promote it, uh, they make it better, they give me feedback. So I've got like 60 or 70 guys on my Discord uh, from my moderators down to just the the general users uh, that just kick ass, take names and and make the content better, so I, I really do want to give them a shout out because they' they're, they're they're the guys that really keep it alive. You know I had to take a six month break because I had a, a little baby girl here about seven months ago, and um, had to focus on her and the family for a while. but uh, those guys literally kept the channel alive during a, a six to seven month break, which is almost impossible to to bring a channel back from a break yeah. that long. Uh, And we did, you know, we're, we're, we're back up and running. Uh, We're, we're gaining subscribers. We're, we're doing our thing again, and it's all because of the discord dudes. Uh, But to answer your question, you know, have I ever been in a position where it just, it just got a little too fucking rickety? Um, uh, Yes. But not to the sense that it derailed ever. Okay. Um, that's that's one, of the, one of the nicer things that we have about this crew. Uh, my camera guy, Bryce, who I, I talked about earlier, I've known Bryce or we've known each other uh, since uh, we were about three years old. Wow. Uh, so we, we've known each other for an extremely long period of time. Um, the, the, the kind of chronological history was our parents, uh, his dad and my mom dated in high school. They split off uh they both got married to different people but stayed friends and our our families connected i used to live in iowa unfortunately they would come down when we were kids and you know we'd play and have fun and, and you know get to you know grow up together and then at about age 10 i moved up to minnesota or 9 and then we just like lost touch for about 15 years okay and i i started the youtube channel and he saw one of my videos and he's like wait a second I know this guy. No way. And so, yeah. And so he reached out to me as I was on shoot uh, down in LeSueur, Minnesota. And he's like, hey, um, can I come out? And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm down in LaSour. Just come on down. He brings his buddy down who ended up becoming a really good friend of mine. And it was just like this, this cosmic event that brought us back together. I mean, of all the YouTube channels, you know, of all the gun stuff out there. And it turns out, you know, the best part about it is it turns out that we grew up to become the exact same person. But he and has more no hair. he He has a significantly larger amount of hair. Uh, I have a much better beard. Um, but that that was you know that was the that was kind of the first thing that like I was just like, holy shit, I have to do this like this is this is like the first cosmic event. This is the first sign out yeah. there that's saying, like this is this is what I should be doing. I shouldn't be, you know working a, a boring nine to five. I should be bringing friends together, like-minded people together, and creating this community of awesome human beings uh, to to promote pro-2A content and uh, and and show people out there. You know, ultimately the goal that we had to get back to the original answer to the question. The ultimate goal that we had was to show people that you can be a bald guy with a beard and a plate carrying an AR-15 and just be an asshole and be a goofball. And there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to be serious all the time. You don't have to be, you know, hardcore ripping and shredding. Even though I do very well. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm a, I'm a chump, dude. I'm a chump. Uh, but at, at the end of the day, like that's our thing. Is is we're we're the professional idiots of the gun world. We like to show people how much fun it is to be in the community. Um, and and the community at its core. Uh, I was just, uh, you know. To go on another tangent, uh, I just had a fan reach out to me uh, about three weeks ago, younger guy, you know, 21, 22 years old, uh, and he's, uh, he's a, a student, and he's doing a research paper. Uh, I think he's a biology student, if I remember correctly. Uh, he's doing a research paper, and, and, and he was doing a research paper on the, the, the firearms community as a whole, and he reached out to me. He was like, I love your videos, and I would like to interview you for this. Um, so I did this big interview, you know, answered a ton of questions, ended up writing like 28 pages worth of stuff um, for uh, for this guy for his research paper, and it it, it made me realize uh, how much maybe not maybe not how much I love this community, but how endeared I am to them. Okay. Um, and it made me realize uh, it was it was just an interesting perspective being asked questions that I wouldn't normally ask myself, I guess. And, uh, I was able to kind of boil it down to, uh, a couple of things. The reasons I love this community and the reason why we started the channel is, you're no, you're really no more than two stages of separation away from anybody else in the industry, uh, which is my, just my favorite freaking part of this industry and the community itself. Um, I wouldn't have met you had I not known Yehuda, but because I know Yehuda, I now know you, that type of deal. Um, Yehuda, number one, great guy, uh unlimited connections, essentially. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and, and he's just he's so generous in terms of the way that he he provides you access to those uh, connections. There are a lot of people out there that are very stingy with it. Yehuda is not. Uh, but I know quite a few other people like him. And, uh, and because of that, I've been, you know, I've had a moderate level of success uh, inside of uh, what I want to do. And, um, and I, I wanted to voice that. And I wanted to, to, to give that to this kid, uh, to show him that, hey, man, like, you do you be part of the industry and just just party hardy and have a good time and and you're gonna find exactly what you want um i have no idea i'm rambling now i have no idea so the original, original
0: question. question the original question was have you ever gotten to that part on set oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. completely <laughs> yes. and as you've just demonstrated that it's very possible to get off that topic but yes. still have yes. a meaningful experience
2: yeah to, to answer your question before i go on a tangent again and forget it um, not in the way that you're asking the question. Um, th- this game that I was talking about prior to really getting into it, uh, Escape from Tarkov, uh, it's a game that all, most of my crew plays and we, we play it together. So a while back um, when we were still learning everything, we, we had this goal to say, okay, because we don't know anything about filmmaking, we're going to try to learn something or do something different or push ourselves a little bit harder and a little bit faster and a little bit, you know, crazier each and every single video that we make in terms of uh, artistic quality, in terms of overall quality, uh, you know, a different type of shot, maybe some editing techniques, you know, just so that we can learn. And so eventually we got to a point where we're like, well, shit, what do we do now? Because we're, we're pros now. I mean, we're perfect. We can't, we can't, we can't improve anymore. We're amazing. (laughs) So, so I was like, well, why don't we film a short film? And they're like, oh my God, that's a great idea. So we decided to film it off of this, this video game. Uh, it turned out to, uh, we, we learned a lot about ourselves uh, during that. And, uh, and instead of getting to the point where we all got like super giddy or laughy or like crazy, uh, we did get to the point where we wanted to fight each other. <laughs> um, to, to put this into perspective, uh, I put about 1,100 hours of editing into one 14-minute video we shot for about 60 hours on set. um, And uh, we had a crew of 11 people that we put together. So number one, I'm really proud of that. Uh, But number two, uh, after those 60 hours over two days split across two months, um, we really did want to fight each other uh, at the end because everybody had a creative input. There was no designation on who was the leader, who was the artistic, you know, visualizer, crazy person out there. That was, that was uh, their job on the set was to like do the stuff to guide everybody okay uh, super technical term there i know but uh so so we've gotten to that point and then uh, there was there was also we the favorite video that we've ever or that i've ever filmed with these guys was the tundra tactical pistol caliber carbine christmas special and in the making of that video uh i lost my shit on the guys because they couldn't pay attention they were you know we had a big group of people out there we had a ton of really cool guns um and, uh, and everyone was just kind of off doing their own thing and I'm like motherfuckers I drove two and a half hours to get down here to shoot this video. We've got limited amounts of time and there are people not doing their jobs. Yeah. And so that's, that was kind of the, the time where I realized that I was holding a little too tight. Okay. And I had to relax a little bit because, uh, uh, because of that, that shoot uh, I alienated quite a few people on my team uh, that just decided that, hey, this isn't worth it. We're going to go another direction. And fortunately, I was able to realize that. I listened to some advice, uh, talked to these guys, and we we recovered everything, and they're back on the team now. Good. Um, good. So it's not all fun and games on the Tundra side. Uh, when I'm on set, I do take things quite seriously, believe it or not. And uh, um, I don't think I've ever actually told that story to anyone other than anyone on my team. Uh, so yeah, we've never really had that laughable moment because it is like most of the time when we're there, it's just a good time. Yeah, it's like it's naturally less- good. Yeah, uh, you know we have silly moments like we we uh, went to go interview uh, a company, a local company up here called Alex Pro Firearms, Alexandria Pro Firearms. And uh, and we're talking with uh, the owner, and he meets us at the door, and he's got a freaking uh, coyote wrapped around his neck, a stuffed coyote wrapped around his neck, and we're you know laughing and shooting full auto suppressed P90s the whole time we're there, and like it, you know, so stuff like that, I think is a little bit more involved in in, in the answer to the question that you were asking, uh, but like the real talk shit, is like yeah, it's not all fun and games, especially when you work on a crew that. When, when you work with somebody other than just yourself, which a lot of YouTubers shoot with one or two other people, maybe just themselves. Uh, but when you have three, four guys on a set, sometimes the blood gets a little boily and, uh, and not everybody wants to do things the same way. And it, uh, it's, it's made us better. It really has. And, uh, I've, I've made better friends for it. You know, we've had our fights, we've had our, uh, head button contest. Um, haven't always come out on top, believe it or not. And hey, sometimes uh, it's
0: fun to be on the bottom.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, I've learned a lot of stuff too from it. And yeah, that's uh, maybe hopefully an answer to that question.
0: Yes, I think that was very, very well. I talk a lot. Spoken. That's okay. I can edit this. It'll take me about 1100 hours, but I'm sure I can get that (laughs) down there condensed. All right. So now I'm going to turn it over to my counterpart. He's going to ask you some questions. Sure. But before we do that, I just want to give you guys some interesting facts here about Canada and uh, the firearms laws that we have up here. Did you know...
1: Before before you... Before you make fun of yourself right there, um, you know, Tyler, you said something that just really caught my attention when you said that you originally were born
0: in Iowa.
2: I was, yes.
1: That unfortunately. Yep. At least it wasn't Canada.
0: At least it wasn't Canada. <laughs> yes, and this is why they're gonna eat crow with what they just said. No AR built is complete in Canada without its unrestricted M two oh three grenade launcher mounted Ooh, to the bottom. That-
2: that is, I, I am a little jealous. I did not know that. Just putting that out
0: there that in Canada, an M203 is a non restricted firearm. That actually is kind of outstanding. Can we get ammo for it? Absolutely not. But we can put those suckers on everything.
2: <laughs> those, those Instagram hot shots, right? Yeah. <laughs> outstanding. And, and they're only five grand. Only. Only. And on that note
0: I turn it over to my counterpart as he delves deeper down a different rabbit hole with Tyler and asks those hard-hitting questions.
2: (laughs) Take it away Yehuda.
1: So Tyler I know you and I have been I mean I'm not gonna say friends for a year. I'm gonna say we've become pretty close.
2: We have been, yes. Um,
1: Or we have become. 2019. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we did a book together. We did. Um, I know seeing your success throughout 2019 has been just awesome Thank watching you. you grow um baby ellie also you know uh, just it's been great i want to i want you to talk about what i think is your f- my favorite video okay because well, at least that you did on your youtube channel because sure. it's more than just a rifle or Shotgun. guys, I mean, you came out with a video called, I I believe the title was, What Your Pistol Caliber Says About You. Sure. And to my knowledge, that is probably one of the most viewed videos you have.
2: I I believe it is the most viewed video that we have.
1: Talk to us about where that idea came from. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. How it just took off, because I've watched it, and (laughs) I know I've sent a ton of people (laughs) to watch it. And it thank is you. so damn funny.
2: Well, thank you. So, um, yeah, talk to us. So before uh, before I take uh, too much of the credit, I will, I will take this opportunity to say uh, thank you, Eric, uh, for writing that video and all of the subsequent What Your series Uh, videos because we do not just have that one video. Uh, There's what your rifle caliber says about you episode one and two and what your pistol caliber says about you episode one and two. And then I believe we have what your muzzle device says about you and what your favorite gun tuber says about you. And so the idea for this originated, I believe the first iteration was what your rifle caliber says about you. I believe pistol caliber came second. the original idea was uh I was I was sitting down with Eric and, well, I'm wondering if I should tell the backstory on Eric. Dude, um, Eric, okay.
1: Eric is gold, so yeah,
2: Eric is gold, and you kinda have to know a little bit about like how he came to be to understand this. Uh so I was uh I was working for a major cell phone company here in the US uh, as a manager, and uh, you know, this guy comes in to interview for a sales uh, sales job. And uh long story short, I won't I won't go too deep into it. Um, we hire him on, we get to be good friends. I found it, find out he's an army guy. I was like, Oh, right on man. You know, I was an air force dude, uh, worked with the army quite, uh, quite significantly as a tech. And, um, he's like, Oh, cool. You know? So we, we, we start uh, swapping stories I realize he's a pretty cool guy. He's, but the, the thing about Eric is you have to understand he is the most dry, emotionless human being on the face of the planet. For example, this is Eric elated and extremely happy. This is Eric when he's very sad. This is Eric when he wants to punch you in the face. He's just the same dude at every turn. He has
1: no emotion whatsoever. He literally
2: has no emotion. But the best part about him is he understands that. Uh, and, he, and he uses that to play into his humor. And that's, I think, the reason why I kind of fell in love with his his style of humor uh, so quickly. was he, he not just, He's not just doing it for the sake of doing it. He, he absolutely gets the fact that this is his personality type. Uh, and he plays on it and so I asked him one day I was like you know just really weird question here Eric have you ever written for anybody before have you ever wrote anything before because I have this YouTube channel uh, that I'm trying to get off the ground and and I suck at writing like I you know I'm okay at cracking a joke every now and again but I'm more of the physical comedy guy I'm I'm more of the deliverer uh, and I really need a good writer at my back and he's like yeah I, I, I don't know I wrote for like nine different magazines and I was like uh what Come again? Like what? <laughs> so I was like, uh here, quick question. If I were to give you a set of parameters, could you write a script for me? And he's like, sure. So I was like, all right, fine. I want you to do this. I want you to do this. I want you to do this. He came back in 20 minutes and he had he had written a script for me that had me in tears. I I was laughing so hard. So I was like, all right, come on. So that's the backstory of Eric. So uh that is pretty much how every Tundra video gets made. Is I just give him a set of parameters. I say, uh, this is my idea. Uh, this is, uh, you know, this is the, the delivery that I'm, I'm looking for. You know, I, I don't say these are the jokes I want to make. These are the people I want to make fun of. I just give him the most general wide set of parameters. And I say, you do your thing. And the wonderful thing about Eric is, especially with our relationship now, is we've worked together for almost three years. So he knows my delivery style and he knows how to write jokes for me now. At at first it was a little bit rough cuz I was I was essentially saying his jokes in my voice, but now he's doing um <laughs> my voice with his well no that's the same thing. You get what I'm trying to say. It's just it's it's more of a symbiotic thing now. Um so when I when I approached him with the idea for the what your series videos or what your pistol caliber says about you uh, the, the general idea was, or the conversation went something like this. I was like, Hey Eric, you know, I'm on the phone with him. I was like, Hey Eric, I got this cool idea. Like, what if we just stop trying to make fun of guns specifically and start trying to make fun of the people who shoot the guns? Like, what do, what do we do for that? I mean, you know, we, we sit there and we talk and, um, and we, we eventually come to this idea of, well, I think the easiest way to do this is, is to focus down on calibers. Cause you know, if you work at a gun shop or if, um, you know, you have any connection into the industry, you you generally start to stereotype people based on the calibers that they shoot. You know, sometimes with the guns that they shoot, definitely, you know, the FUDs out there, the tactical guys or, or whatnot, but you can really boil it down and start stereotyping with still a broad stroke. You, you can you can niche it down into the types of calibers. And and if you really start to think about the differences between a nine millimeter shooter or a 40 shooter or a 357 mag shooter, or some of the oddball calibers that we threw out there, There's a, there's a lot of good material in that. And that's kind of how this conversation developed. It was, uh, you know, this is a very one-sided conversation, obviously, because I'm just talking and talking, but uh, imagine this being a two-way street. And that's, that's kind of how the, the video idea developed. And I just, I, I I did exactly what I said. I said, all right, that's, those are the parameters. We're just going to make fun of the, the the people who shoot. Uh, And we're going to do it in a way we're going to do it in a way that's savage and hilarious but we're also going to do it in a way that does two things. Um, we're gonna, it, It's going to be a video that helps us identify the super fan. You know, it get, gets people on our side saying, ah, these guys get it. They're part of the good guys. And then we're going to do the other side where we're going to piss everybody off. Okay, our, our whole goal with those videos was to identify the people that get it and to piss off the people that don't get it. And if you don't get it, man, we lit you the hell up. Uh, And you probably went home, you cried, you you put on your diaper and, and, and just, you know, sat there in the fetal position uh, sobbing. Uh, But if you got it, you were laughing your way, you were laughing all the way through the video. And that's, you know, that's kind of, that's the, the duality, I guess, to use some vocab uh, of Tundra Tactical is we're, we're almost creating videos not necessarily for you the viewer to laugh at we're also creating videos for us to laugh at you for either getting it or not getting it um go ahead
0: i can can honestly say that with uh with that video when uh so the range i i am a member at it's an indoor range it's got seven lanes downstairs nice little clubhouse upstairs and uh it's got internet and a laptop there so i put your videos on and I let them them stream. Uh, I've got them on repeat and I've got a little bird thing that keeps you, you know, just to keep your views up, right? So at least 100 a day or some shit like that. We appreciate that. (laughs) um, So I put those videos on and just let them play in the background in the clubhouse. And you can see people come in and we've got the IPSC guys and you've got you know, the, the weekend blasters and all the different skill sets there. And you can see some of them just kind of stop. They stare at the big TV they listen, they watch and you see someone just shake their
2: head. that's one of them. it's like go put your diaper on, crawl into the fetal position. and there was
0: actually a guy today who uh, because 10 mil is not a very big thing but the 10 (laughs) mil came up and he's standing there (laughs) and he's like 10 mil? I've got one of those? hey Nate this is is 10 mil. I don't see any videos about 10 mil and I'm like oh wait (laughs) for it.
2: Be careful, but you know that's the, the other side of the coin is we savagely make fun of everybody. It's not one specific type, uh, and you know if, if you watch some of the the rifle caliber videos, there is a very obvious. I think it's episode two, rifle caliber episode two, um, where I I make fun of myself quite savagely too. So yes. it's it's just like that's that's the bit is like you know we we should all take ourselves less seriously. Uh, we should all have the ability to laugh at ourselves, even if we're being made fun of. Uh, understand that what we do, nothing that we do is serious unless we we genuinely say it is like right off the get-go. There's a couple of serious videos that we've done where we're just like, okay, listen, this is a little bit of a break from what we do. This is a serious thing. Um, but if you don't hear that disclaimer at a be- at the beginning of one of our videos, understand that we're not making fun of you specifically. We're making fun of the type of person that you're trying to be. Yes,
0: and the really amazing part of of that and what we're all trying to do with this show here you know the daily second and what you're doing at time to track tactical and and what they're doing at bullets and Putin and stuff is they're trying to unite a very uh precious endangered uh
2: ecosystem yeah definitely
0: when we when we really think about it at the end of the day um the intent is for us to somewhat pull our big pants on and say okay united regardless of what's going on or what caliber or what 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 pistol we're all we're, shooters. Yeah, we're all shooters at the end of the day. And the yeah. spirit of is that we don't want to lose those firearms. And up here Whoa. in Canada we are, <laughs> you know, having our own issues. You guys sure. have, have yep. your down there. The rest of the world, you know, there's some places where we can see the example of the writing on the wall of what we want to avoid. And if you take yourself too seriously then, you know, just eat a pound of lard every day, have your heart attack, and get it right.
2: You, you know, you you said an interesting uh, statement there. You know about the the uniting of the industry, and um, one of the things that I believe that Tundra exists to do is is exactly that. And one of the ways that we want to do it that we really don't feel, at least at the time, there, there's a lot of people doing it now. But at the time we started, there wasn't. Um, one of the ways to unite an industry, if you look at a, a bunch of other Industries, i.e., uh, the movie industry, i.e., uh, cars, i.e., you know, p- pick something. I don't necessarily want to call it a hobby because for a lot of people it's a lifestyle. Um, but, you know, a lot of other lifestyle type stuff, you know, there's always that comedy guy. You know, for the movie industry or the TV industry, you have SNL. You know, they make fun of actors and actresses. Uh, they make fun of situations. They make fun of movies. You know, that's pop culture. You know, yes. that's what you do. The, the firearms industry three years ago maybe didn't. I don't want to go so far as to say they didn't have it, but they had it just to a much lesser extent than they do now. I mean, guys like, you know, Johnny Baggins, 180 second ideas, you know, he kind of paved the way for us. Uh, John Patton to a certain extent uh, with Adam, uh, definitely paved the way uh, with, uh, with some of the, you know, they're a lot more serious, but they have their, their comedic side too. Um, You know, Demolition Ranch, uh, you know, obviously not terribly serious content, very entertaining guy to watch. Uh, so you know we're not the only ones doing this but we wanted to take it to the the satirical extreme okay and just say okay you know these guys are balancing you know warrior poet's another good one uh he's got a lot of comedy stuff he's got a ton of really good information I get confused for stuff. him
0: all the time yeah and exactly. I'm actually i'm actually almost a foot taller than him <laughs> <laughs> really oh yeah legit uh,
2: you know i'd honestly uh go look up vso gun channel Okay. If if you don't if you don't know what that is, uh look up VSO gun channel. You look a lot more like Curtis from VSO than you look like uh uh, <laughs> uh warrior poet. But yeah, so so we just we said, all right, at at the time we started, we wanted to take it to the satirical extreme. Like nobody else is just going full on idiot mode uh in the gun industry. And so we're going to start to fill that niche. Uh, very fortunately for us, uh, a good friend of ours uh, Johnny uh, from 182nd Ideas Gun Drama Johnny, uh, you may know him as, um, had a lot more success uh, originally than us. I, I, I might be wrong, but I believe our channel is actually bigger than his is now. Uh, if not, uh, we're we're remaining competitive. If not, okay. And um, he's just been such a wonderful dude to bounce ideas off of uh, in in the space. You know the serious guys, especially the big dudes, you know, they all have this real tight network, this tight family. And to a lesser extent, us kind of medium to small size fish, we have that too. Uh, myself, Yehuda, Fit and Fire, uh, Brandon's kind of out of our league now, but he still plays with us. Um, you know, so we, we have that network as well. But, um, you know, on, on our level, or on the level above us, everyone was just being so serious. And we just, we wanted to break from that. And my, my hope and my goal is that, you know, one day we, we get that silver play button, we get to a hundred thousand subscribers and we're considered one of those big dudes. But the whole reason we made it is because people are just laughing the whole way to the bank at our stuff. You know, they're, they're not coming to me for education. I don't want you to come to me for education. There's better people out there. There's a million better people out there to teach you how to shoot or teach you how to break down an AR or clean a Glock or 1911 or whatever. I want you to come here because you're sick of uh, of what's going on in the news that day. Let's say two A World's having a bad day in the news. You know, uh, look at the Virginia stuff two months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I-, I want I want you to go watch that, educate yourself, uh, be a good pro two A advocate. But then, you know, if you're feeling down and bummed out because it's not it's not going our way, then you come over to us. And you have a damn good time and you just chuckle a little bit and say, you know what? It's not all, it's not all a fight, man. Sometimes you can go out here and just have a good time.
0: Now Uh, on that note, I want you guys to tell me about your gun joke project and how that came to be.
2: Sure. That, uh, that came into be um, as a way of saying, so, you know, we're, like I said, we're not a small channel. I'm not going to be like the humble bred guys as yeah, we're, 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 a tiny channel, 30,000 subscribers. I'm proud of the fact that we have 30,000 subscribers and very proud of that. Um, but we're not a large channel and, and I attribute a vast majority of our success to the team, not to myself. Um, I have a very large, uh, ego that I play. Uh, but in reality, I, I, I give as much credit to my guys whenever I can, because I am literally just the guy who speaks the lines and shows up on camera. Um, so because Eric just kicked ass and took names for uh, the, the uh, 2018 year, which is our big breakout year, we went from like 2,000 subscribers to 22,000 subscribers in one year, which was phenomenal. Um, it was like hitting F5 on the internet browser and just watching the sub count go up and up and up. I attribute that all or, or vast majority of that to Eric. Uh, he, he put countless hours of effort and time for free, for absolute free. Uh, into what started off as my show and and then became our show and and I had no way of saying thank you to him I I could say hey man I can take you out to these industry shoots we could shoot some cool shit but I just I felt like that wasn't enough Uh, so the original idea was to take him out to SHOT show and and say all right man I'm gonna get you some connections I'm gonna hook you up Uh, unfortunately there were some complications there but he decided to come out to Vegas anyways uh, even though he couldn't go to the show during the day, I was like, all right, man. Well, what I learned last year is if you've been to SHOT Show, you know that most of the business doesn't happen on the show floor. It happens no. at night. So what we're going to do is is you're going to hang out in Vegas during the day. You're going to be there with your wife. You guys are going to have a party, a little bit of vacay. And uh, at night, I'm going to introduce you to some people. And pretty much the very first night, we met this other guy, uh, this Yehuda Remer, Remer guy. And um, was, it, was it the first night of SHOT Show? It was- might have been it,
1: no, I think it was the last night.
2: It was Thursday. No, 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 no. You had more time than that because Bagel Dynamics was initiated like the second full night, and we we slowly added to the crew over the course. It was like first night was the idea. Se- uh, uh, excuse me. Second night was like the idea. Uh, third night was like the main crew, and then fourth night we solidified everything and 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 took the big picture. I
1: don't see. I don't remember it that way. I remember it just. You guys maybe had.
2: We might have had the crew, oh, and then you no, just no. you just popped uh, into okay. it.
1: This is this is what I believe happened. All right, you had, the, you had the crispy crew. Yes, we did. Yes, you had the crispy crew. We met the last night of shot show Thursday night, and we met at I believe it was the Mirage. Yes, I came over with Amy mm-hmm. and Mark. Yep, and we were all sitting in that little
2: bar in the back there well no actually no 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 No, this wasn't the case the night before that we went out to that restaurant that was the night that you that was took the, the picture before, that was
1: the night before yeah. that
2: yeah that okay. was the night before that because that's the that's the first picture of the yarmulke with me on it and you're staring at me like you want to murder me and i'm looking like an idiot on camera wearing your yarmulke
1: okay i think you're oh well so that I'm was right.
2: that was the night that i met you because you me amy and alana met in the glass booths that that night, which was the second full night or the second okay. full day of, of shots, right?
1: And then 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 they're like, "Oh, we're going to go out for dinner." They're like, "Hey Jude, do you want to come?" Yeah. And um, I I'm like, "Sure, I have nothing better to do right now." And like our friend Amy, um, who congratulations very, to her though. Yeah, congratulations to her. She just got engaged. Um, you know, I'm I'm very close with her. She's like, "Oh, come hang out with us." And they they go to this Asian fusion restaurant, yep, and they're right. all getting like. Shellfish and crab, <laughs> oh, and, like jeez, like, like I can't eat food. any of this. Yeah, not kosher food. And they're like, "So you know, you going get anything." I'm like, "I'm a Jew. I always have a bagel with me." And they're like, "Yeah." Yep. I'm like, "No, seriously." I reach out to <laughs> and yeah. I pull out a bagel. yep and, and they're like, "Are you kidding me?" But the next night, uh, we're sitting at this bar at the Mirage, yeah, and Center I, Bar. What, what's it called? Center Bar. Was that what it called? Okay. Yep. So center bar, we're sitting there, and Tyler, I don't remember how it, I, I, I don't know how it came, but he was talking about the Crispy Crew. And yep. Um,
2: this is the embarrassing moment of the century for me. <laughs>
1: We were talking about the Crispy Crew, like this little crew that he had put together at Shot Show. And like, oh, you can join the Crispy Crew. We'll just call it like the More Crispy Crew. The
2: Extra Crispy Crew. Extra crispy and crew. everyone looked at me like I just like said the N word or something. And and, <laughs> right?
1: and, and Tyler was like looking like, what did I just say? And I'm like, was that like a Holocaust reference? And Tyler, like, it's. very... I went
2: hard. white, dude. I yeah. went. I went like whiter than I already am.
1: I I don't think I've ever in the full year that I've known Tyler and I've been on the show two or three times and I, yep. I, I sign in for as much as I can every Saturday night. Um, I have never once seen oh, Tyler flinch <laughs> or,
2: or get thrown off. Yep. And, it, and that and did.
0: He was, he was, he was just floored.
2: Yep. That's my, my nice. one rule about everything that we do. Tundra wise is, is nothing's off limits. Just, don't yep. be racist. Yeah. Right. Like, like that's my only rule. And I was just And like, you blew right past it. Unintentionally. Okay. <laughs> I might add unintentionally. And, and then
1: Tyler looks at me and like he's about to go on this like. Defensive. Full on 2000, 2008 Obama apology tour. to Yes. Me. And, and I just with a huge. Sm- <laughs> I am just fucking with you. Yep. <laughs>
2: And and I just I felt like the biggest asshole.
1: And the color all yep. came back to his face, and all like our little group right here just all burst out laughing. Because
2: yep. they see see here's here's the one thing that hasn't been mentioned yet. Like I was the new guy to this crew, like everybody else knew Yehuda. Okay. And they knew his sense of humor. I didn't. This is the first time I've ever met Yehuda, and I made this I made this crack, not knowing that I was I, you know I just I, I was like okay he's a Jew yeah yeah yeah, whatever. Um. And I just, I make this crack and I'm like, holy shit. Like <laughs> that was a terrible thing to say. And, and he, at first at, he's, 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 uh he's overselling himself here. At first he looked at me like he wanted to murder me. Yeah. At no, first. Hey, no. And then, and then slowly that smile crept onto his face. And, and, and that's when I knew I was, I was in, I was in the, I was in the clear. So
1: yeah. But, um But it, it was, it was great. Cause we all just, I think it was who was it? It was you, me, Kevin.
2: Is, yep, you, me, Keith. Keith, sorry. Keith Um Keith, Mark. Alana, Amy, Eric, Brandon. God, I was drunk and I still remember this. And Mark, yeah. And, Mark. Um, and so
1: we're all we're all sitting there and we kind of making fun of each other and just having a great time, catching up. And I kind of I don't know how, but I kind of like veered off. I think I went to the bathroom when I came back to someone that was in my seat and I ended up sitting next to Eric. Yes. Yep. And Eric who again is Tyler's writer for his show, um, we started talking and as I got to know them and, and listening to Eric and just on the floor laughing and them telling me about the idea of Tundra Tactical, everything that Tyler just talked about for the last hour here, um, it hit me. I'm like, by that time, I already had four books under my belt and I realized that people in our industry just take themselves way too seriously. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I wanted to write a joke book. I wanted to write like 101 explosive gun jokes, like the most corny dad jokes, making fun of everybody. And I turned to Eric. I'm like, Hey man, I have four books. This is my books right here. Uh, These are my books right here. I have this idea for a joke book. There it is. I've always Uh,
2: got it sitting right next to me. Always got it.
1: Oh, and, and I just turned to Eric. I'm like, do you want to write a joke book with me? And he's like, well, what kind of jokes? I'm like, your ultimate corny dad jokes about guns, but I want to go after everybody.
2: And that's yeah. his wheelhouse too.
1: Right. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I turn to Tyler. I'm like, hey, Tyler, by the way, Eric and I are writing a joke book and uh, Tundra Tactical is going to raise money. Yep. And Ty- Tyler is literally, like he's in the middle of a conversation. He goes, all right, we'll do it. And then like, and then I, you know, I, of course, I mean, Tyler knows me incredibly well, like, I'm relentless and I just like called up Eric like two days after shot show I'm like all right man I wrote 10 jokes I need you to write the other 95 because I'm not <laughs> funny you are and uh <laughs> and Eric said yeah no problem give me like 15 minutes and, and literally like like two days later yeah he sent me like 75 jokes and my mind was lord because yeah
2: that's the definition of eric right there like exactly he just, he just he just he goes laser beam focus and that's why come he's up, as awesome come as up he with
1: 75 original gun yep. jokes in like a matter of days that's awesome um yeah. and then from there you know once we got the once we got the um the jokes hammered out we we settled on our 105 of them and we called tyler We're like hey man look we have the book Everything is done. We just need, you know, I think it was like fifteen hundred dollars to get mm-hmm. the book made. And Wow. I think we raised it what, Tyler, in like a four month. Four days. Not four even day. it was Out like it was like months. four
2: four days was a vast majority of the book. Uh and then and then the rest came in and trickled in. Uh rest. Uh, right. I think, the rest we, I think
1: the... we did I think we did like one night on uh mm-hmm. through um through your channel, we did like yep. seven hundred and fifty in like one night. Yep. Um, which was like half the book right there and you know, the rest, is, the rest was history, and, and you know, I'm, I'm forever grateful to Tyler and his crew at uh, Tundra, and, you know, it, it's, it's amazing when you're able to connect with people in this industry, and, and, and just, not you, you don't just hit it off, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people that I hit it off with in the industry, but when you're actually able to share each other's vision, mm-hmm. and... Hey, you help me. I help you. Let's just do this. And there's no, there's no ego involved. There's no like, no. This is just gonna be a fun project. Let's just get it done. Well, hold on, hold
0: on. Unless you're on set with Tyler and he's a little high strung, that that, that that then is true. That is true. Different, but
2: that is true. <laughs>
1: but that's how that's how um that's how the joke book came to be. And now Tyler and I are talking. What like every other day? Like yeah. throwing throwing each other. Like hey man can you connect me with this person? Hey, can you help me with this? You know, like every other day, Tyler and I are texting each other and, um, you no, know, I, I, I wouldn't change it for the world. I mean, it's been, well, it's and been neither would I. Of the yeah. last years of my life.
2: Neither would I, because, you know, you, you were talking about the, the lack of, I think what overall boils down to like the lack of, comp- not the, the lack, but the, uh, the desire to not necessarily compete, but just to help. Yeah. Uh, you know, you and I, you know, with, with your guys' show and my show, like, we're not competing. Uh, that's, that's the best part about the, the way this industry on the media side of things, or at least on the social media side of things works, uh, is, you know, two weeks ago, I had Sean Heron from the We Like Shooting show on, on the show. And he's just like, yeah, sure, I'll come on. I, I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be a fucking stretch to get this guy on the show, you know, because he's got his own stuff. And I don't know if he's going to want to do it and everything. And, you know, I, I had been on their show a while back. And I just, you know, shot him a Facebook message. He's like, yeah, done. I was like, that was easy. Yeah. You know, and that's that's kind of the the over the overarching theme of this whole conversation here is, is is no nobody's looking to to overshadow you. Nobody's looking to, you know, be better than you. They're all just looking to to make that connection. And and what I've learned is is every connection that you make in this industry, whether you think it's valuable or not, really is. Yes. Uh, every little person that you meet every big person that you meet like something could happen to bring you guys super close together uh and and make you either very good professionally or very good uh personally uh for for Yehuda and I it's it's been a combination of the both uh and through Yehuda uh I I met Amy I I met you know got really close in with Alana um and like everything about my life has been better because of it and that's just, it's not specific to Yehuda either. It's, it's to those secondary connections that you make. Because, you know, once somebody says, oh, this guy knows Yehuda, okay, he's cool. Or this guy knows Tyler, okay, he's cool. Um, like once that happens and you make those, those secondary connections, the train just keeps running and it keeps going and going. And that's where I say nobody's ever more than two uh, areas of separation
0: uh, and on away the, from the next person. And on that same note, um, to quantify it too, because you just isn't very important there. He's like, Oh, you're rolling with uh, Tyler. You're rolling with Yehuda. Okay. Well you, you must be a good guy. I had somebody call me this week. They're like, yeah, Hey, uh, I just signed this contract with your guy and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, yeah. So pumped. You know And I'm like? Uh, okay. Okay. Obviously, 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 I'm somebody big there if they're dropping my name to get your business, but, uh, I don't know who you're talking about.
2: <laughs> there you go.
0: There you go. So, um, but you're right though, because, when you meet somebody, you don't know mm-hmm. where down the road it's going to go. Uh, you don't yeah. know where that con- uh, connection is going to pop back up. And the really neat thing about, um, cause we keep touching back on shot show, which is an amazing opportunity for anybody to just show mm-hmm. up and just kind of wander around aimlessly and see what happens. Uh, when you meet people, just, just honestly be open to meet them. Don't be looking. To yeah, meet them. exactly. Just be, meet people and make a legitimate connection. Um, I mean, Nate, that's how you and I met, right? Yeah. I met I met JP,
1: uh J uh JP Cervantes, right? Yep. Um at Circle Bar and JP was I mean, he's a big name and all of a sudden he's yep. like he's blown away by me. And he literally was dr- I mean, you saw him, he was dragging me by my collar. Yes. And and, and his thick was it Puerto Rican, right? And his thick Puerto Rican accent, I think, or Whatever he is, right? He's like, oh man, you gotta meet this dude, you gotta meet the dude, you gotta the, the PBG, you gotta meet the dude. And like, literally bouncing, like, he's pimping me out. Yep. Yes. And that's how you and I met, Nate. And, you know, what, Shot Show was six weeks ago? And then here yes, we are true. on our first episode of our podcast. It's, yeah. just, it's amazing how things just, you know, I love it when the plan comes together. Well, see, I,
2: I really think that on, on the, the YouTuber, the Guntuber side of things, I really do think that Shot Show is kind of the catalyst to a lot of the really great. Um, ideas that happen in the upcoming year. You know, we, we go to SHOT Show a lot of times to cover the stuff that that, that is already there or that is coming out this year. Uh, but for us, uh, for, for the guys in the media side and the social media side of things, um, you know, I, I learned a very important lesson last year, the year I met Yehuda at SHOT Show. As is, is I no longer come to SHOT Show, now I go to SHOT Show for a very different reason than Yehuda does. Yehuda, you're absolutely there for business. You, you gotta provide for the family, the networking and everything like that. Uh, I am the 100% opposite. So I, I learned last year that the best approach for me to go to SHOT Show is not to go to SHOT Show to close business, it's go to SHOT Show to, to build those connections, build those relationships and just have fun, show people who I am uh, and, and what the channel is all about and and put my best foot forward and let the, let the relationship go where it may. Sometimes yes. it, it works out into uh, really great things like myself and Yehuda, um, hopefully now uh, you as well. And sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it stagnates and it's just like, all right, cool. You know, at least, you know, where you lie. Uh, I do have to say, gentlemen, I do have to get going here uh, shortly. So I got maybe time for one more.
0: No, I was asking to wrap it up here. Okay, perfect. Uh, So touching on Shot Show, like you guys said, to quantify it, the connection that the three of us have all made, our friends and our networks and the, the mutual arcs of the shows all coming together and the projects and everything. My favorite thing about Shot Show is getting to be in the same spot as so many of my friends, yes. and actually yep. getting to collaborate on projects. For me, um, I don't go to Shot Show to put food on my table or feed my family or whatever like that. I go to make skits and projects with my friends. Mm-hmm. I arm wrestle Hoyce Gracie. I, I chirp Larry Vickers. You know, I, I do roundhouses and denim with uh, Chuck Norris, and, and, and yep. I just, I just hang out with friends, and that's what it's about. So. Um, that's an episode for another day I think we'll delve deeper down the rabbit holes of, of SHOT Show and right now I'd, I'd love to be a part of that one too. Yeah. Yes and actually you know we uh, if this works
2: out for you and you sure. test well with the audience we might bring you back you, you might have a future kid. Uh, uh, please please audience hit that like hit that subscribe button <laughs> give positive comments for Tundra Tactical even though we've made fun of you relentlessly for years. Exactly
0: and also don't forget to go purchase 105 gun jokes yes okay go go you can find
2: find it on amazon i ho- held oh. it upside down
0: <laughs> so the amazon stuff and don't forget to check out the pew pew jew um some shout outs that we did mention that uh those that are looking to upgrade their m203 capabilities come to canada we have them for sale there uh big shout out to our friend jp cervantes who when i met him he invited me to go jump in the shower with him because we didn't know who each other were and it was great the Pew Pew Jew, check that stuff out. Bullets and Poo Tin on the YouTubes. And also special thank you to Tyler for taking up the time and, and invading our air canals with his amazingly eloquent Air Force voice. Uh, outstanding. Uh, can, oh,
2: can, I, can I give, a, can I give a, a quick shout out to your audience as well in my best... Um... We'll call it uh, uh, seductive. Not seductive, but we'll, we'll, we'll just do the voice. You guys ready? Go ahead. All right. So remind, <laughs> I'm terrible. Remind me the name of the show. It's 2A today, right? Uh, it's, it's
1: the Daily Second.
2: Daily Second. Okay, Daily Second. Daily Second. I knew I was close. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching The Daily Second with Yehuda. And I, you know what? I never even got your name.
0: <laughs> it's Nate. It's Naturally okay. Athletic Tactical
2: <clears throat> Educator. All right. So, <clears throat> excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching the daily second with Yehuda Reamer, the Pew Pew Jew and Nate, whatever the acronym he gave me earlier was. You guys have a fantastic evening. Thank you very much for tuning in and we'll see you next time.
0: And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, this has been our great opportunity to invade your, ear canals and lull you to sleep or wake up your day because it is your daily second. Right, hold on a 2nd second. I'm going to take a cold shower. The Daily Second is a We Defy production.